Welcome once again to the Irish NFL Podcast. I'm Mark Cockrell and I'm joined as always by my good buddies, Brian O'Leary. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon, Brian. And Gordon Bridgefield. Mark, how are you getting on? Not too bad, Gordo. Well, we're back again, gents. And finally, seems like too long, the new season is nearly upon us. We had to wait so long, but the anticipation is palpable and slowly and strongly building. Um, but people haven't been quiet in the build-up to the new season. In fact, if you're a GM in the NFL in the last while, money must have been burning a hole in your pocket because we certainly had plenty of contract news and changes in the last couple of weeks. Um, anybody want to be an NFL player even more, guys, after the last few weeks? Kind of defensive is the place to go if you can't make it as a quarterback. Um, the big contract's been handed out for Mack and uh, Donald. Aaron Donald, yeah. Um, and I think it's very interesting. I think the Mack situation played out once Donald was paid what he was paid. The Raiders realized they can't afford to pay Mack anywhere close to that because Mack was going to expect the same, if not more. As simple as that. It's been building, though. I mean, they, they have been very silent on their contract talks with Mack all summer. People couldn't understand how it couldn't get done. And look, there you go. I mean, we, we all thought with the, the Vegas move, it would be Derek Carr and... Uh, yeah, it is Derek. I was trying to make sure I wasn't confusing him with David. Derek Carr and Khalil Mack being the faces of the franchise. Now, one of them's gone. And Derek Carr's saying, this isn't the way it well, should have been. Well, I think the Mack situation got to a stage where... He played very cool. He basically didn't open talks. He didn't contact coaches. He didn't. He played a very coy and made sure people were fully aware that he was serious of what he was trying to achieve. Um, and he, I think he said when the Bears, when he announced that the Bears, he said, you know, you know, are you happy with the decision? He goes, I just wanted to be wanted. Yeah. You know? I think Gruden was in a very difficult situation. I know he's getting a lot of flack from supporters, but the realisation was he wasn't going to come back and play next week or maybe the week after, and you've got a player with... His talent sitting on the bench, well, not sitting on the bench, sitting at home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just where did Raiders go from, yeah. from here? If he didn't come back, I personally think it might be the right thing that they've done. In the long run for the Raiders, I yeah. think it's the, it's the right thing to do. Well, I mean, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday. We haven't heard actually for the Steelers whether Le'Veon Bell has actually reported. He said he will report to camp uh, on the Wednesday. But you're right, the, the Raiders would have been stuck without any player otherwise, and it would have been very difficult for them. Uh, and they got a great deal in one respect, two first-round picks plus a couple of other ancillary picks. They give up a 2020 second-round pick. Um, and you hope that that uh, haul from the Bears is big enough. But, I mean, if you're in the Bears' shoes, why have you done this? They're not just one pass rusher away from winning a Super Bowl, and they've really mortgaged the future. But they're in a division where you've got Aaron Rodgers. Um, True. You've got the Vikings who recently brought in... Core Cousins. Yeah. And then you've got Stafford on his day. He's a very good quarterback. So you need someone to, to get after him. Actually, nice little segue to Rodgers there. Not only was it the defensive players getting paid, but Aaron Rodgers, most expensive quarterback of all time, most expensive player of all time, outshines Donald and Khalil Max deals. Um, long expected. Only surprises maybe, I think it was 104 million was guaranteed. It wasn't fully guaranteed. I mean, Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I just found the funniest thing about the Aaron Rodgers deal is the minute it was done, then he came out as his NFLPA sort of role, basically stating the NBA still has the better contracts and players are treated better in the NBA than they are in the NFL after he'd signed his mm. millions and millions and millions. He wasn't saying this. Now, he'd indicated it before, but he'd gone quiet while the negotiations were ongoing. Once he signed his deal, he then said, players need to understand that they're, they're, more, they're more valuable than they believe they are and this kind of stuff. So... Yeah, look, he, he he's taken the Drew Brees line. Brees, for years, was always paid top of the line in the Saints. And he said, well, I, I have to insist. I can't take a hometown discount like Brady does because I think it's more important that I get paid top of the range. So a rising ship, right? Uh, a rising ship? 
yeah. Rising mm. tide raises all there ships. That's what I wanted to do. Read a very good article that a lot of people are saying if it wasn't for Favre and Rogers, the Packers wouldn't have that place full every week. And uh, yeah. he's, he's been shortchanged in the contract. He should have got 50 million a year and he should have been in 200 million. You've got yeah. a salary cap, though, guys. You've got a salary cap here. Well, You've maybe, got to balance it. Maybe over it. a period of seven or eight years. What I want to say is I want to see... Now, Aaron Donald might be a different story because he's grown up with the Rams, if you like. I mean, that's his hometown. They've also not got his hometown they're, they're team. They're also fortunate that they're paying a quarterback next to nothing at the Exactly. Moment. So they can afford it a little bit more. But the Rams, I mean, they opened up the books to Gurley. They opened up a massive a wide receiver contract to Cooks. The Piper will come to pay on some of those. And if history is any indication, you look at Albert Hainsworth and Dominic and Sue historically, the big defensive contracts don't see the end of it. They get traded, they get pushed off. Revis a few times, you know? There's we had a uh, tweet in from a spotter. I'm not sure if he was a Rams spotter, but he said, where's all this cash coming from? But again, I made the point that there's a lot, of, lot in reserve because of certain players who are high caliber players not getting the right wage. Well, because he's on a rookie contract, but yeah. it's a winner. It's the ro- rookie wage contract. It's a, win- it's a winner bus situation because two or three years during a series hole, yeah. they go to a new stage in a couple of years as well and where would they be? could be the same cycle that the Seahawks went through, frankly. I mean, when they had Wilson on a cheap contract and Sherman on a rookie contract and things like this. I mean, it's and all gradually, cyclical. Gradually, it's come to an end. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and, of course, there are certain things. There are still potentially gaps on the Rams' O-line. They do pay Whitworth, who isn't that great left tackle, but they play him, pay him below market value. So where you don't pay does catch up with you sometimes. But, you know, they've hit well in the draft, Cooper Cup and things like that. So we'll see. But yeah, yeah. Well, they're one of the... Our uh, favourite, shall we say, yeah. in terms of what people are thinking. But you wouldn't want to be a, a wide receiver or a tight end. Um, you know, Rob Gronkowski got new incentives to be the most, kind of raise his salary up, way off the limit levels we're talking about with these players. Odell Beckham, the most well-paid wide receiver of all time, beating the other deals that had just been done for players like Cooks and Mike Evans, but still not at the same astronomical figures. Now, He's not going home shortchanged, but 90, it is... 90, 95 million. 95 million, yeah. I mean, you know, you wouldn't... 65 million guaranteed. You wouldn't kick him out of the bed for uh, for that kind of money. I but at the same not. token, it's it's remarkable. I wouldn't, I wouldn't about the that no. no, you wouldn't be. No, no. <laughs> not, not, not on a Wednesday, maybe the weekend. Um, right, gents. So, look, money abounds. Cash is king. But you still have to get a team of 53 players, no matter how much money you have. You've still got to fit under the salary cap. And then you still have to gel those players together, that team together, and hopefully at the end of the season, get to your conference, win your division, get to your conference championship, and ultimately win the Super Bowl. That's the great thing about the day before a new season. Yeah. Everybody thinks that their team has a great chance every year. The optimism across the board and... And then all of a sudden you look at it after two weeks and go, oh, what yeah. happened there? People are watching hard knocks on the Browns and they're saying, oh, gee, the Browns are really coming on and they're doing this. Like, it's cringe-worthy from what we've seen today, to now, but still people are thinking the Browns are going to have a great season. People are talking about the Jets having a great season. Gordon. No, well, Gordon to a certain extent, but uh, again, it's just, it is, it's the great thing about NFL when there's no NFL for seven months the night before a new season. It's like it's I obviously read a lot of Pat's blogs and uh, follow the, them very closely and the writers that follow the Pat's always moan to an extent about how Belichick in March is already, I don't want to talk about last season, win a Super Bowl, don't want to talk about it, lose Super Bowl, don't want to talk about it. I'm on to 2018 as, or 2019, I suppose, as the season that will be now, 2018, 2019. Um, and they're saying, oh, you know, it's a mantra and it's all this nonsense. Actually, the way it has to be. I mean, it's a fat lot of good. Look at the players that helped them out last season. A lot of them aren't there. There's at least a third to a half of turnover in most NFL teams every single season. 
Uh, and that's not even including coaching changes, scheme changes, rule changes, again, that are going to be fun and games with the new uh, leading with the helmet rule, which was called like a joke during preseason. I think that's going to be a real yeah. you know, contention all season. How, what's right and what's wrong? And you can see games being won and lost over that. Oh, I think so. I think, uh, and okay, they've maybe corrected and uh, improved the catch rule, which will be beneficial, I think, in some repla- it might aspects. Be, it might be beneficial to the Pats, though, Mark, because you tend to seem to be always on the right end of the wrong decision. So Sorry, we, we just seem to get the decisions right in our games. No, it's I kind of know. like losing a game to the tuck rule, but then winning a game tuck rule, and people don't want to mention the first one. Uh, that's, you know, it's okay, Brian. It's, we, we know how the rules happen. Sorry, you say that. What about the Super Bowl? In the actual Super Bowl, you were there screaming at me with about two Eagles touchdowns. That should have been a touchdown. I was saying, no, actually, they decided it right. I was reasonable and rational. Well, at least no, I still after the first few points. I still don't think they're touchdowns. I still think they are. Well, but anyway, we will have these debates. Obviously, I don't like the Eagles. We'll have these debates during the season. But we did our NFC breakdown, gents. So now it's time to turn our attention with all of these teams being set, with everyone having done their cuts, etc., to the AFC. And sure, why don't we start with a really, really fascinating, exciting division. I try to hide the sarcasm in my voice. The AFC South, which, in fairness, has four intriguing teams, but I'm not too sure whether they're ever going to be the most exciting teams in the world. Um, Brian, who you got, or who you fancy in this one? Uh, I actually have two teams coming out of this division this year. Um I know there was two over last year, but I'm not going the same way as last year. I do think the Jags, albeit I'm not going to discuss the Jags, I'll let God, I was going to take that one, is he? But uh, Texans, I think, will rebound this year. Um, you know, last year with uh, Deshaun Watson initially at the start of the season, yeah. he was a great success. It was unfortunate he got a serious knee injury, but they were averaging 34.7 points a game with him there, Fuller and Hopkins at wide receiver, and it all went horribly wrong because they didn't really have a proper backup quarterback. I know even last year when we were doing our pods, we were saying they really need a quarterback as Deshaun Watson ready. He clearly was ready, but will he come back from the injury as good as he was? I think he will. And uh, their defense last year had a lot of injuries as well. Watt was out. Mercedes was out. They've got two good players in Cunningham and McKinney. They're solid players that have done really well. So I can see a rebound in defense. They brought in the Honey Badger from Arizona. He was released because of Matthew, yeah. So they've reinforced well, and with Sean Watson coming back, he's a real game changer. Well, so I mean, you, you mentioned McKinney coming in. I mean, you, you haven't even mentioned Jadavian Clowney there yeah, as well. Yeah, he was and Watts yeah. and Merciless. I mean, it's... They're, they're, they're stacked with a lot of good players. And yeah. I think what holds them back, to a certain extent, is the coach. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Well, I mean, he was a decent offensive coordinator at the Pats. Didn't he succeed in his first year at Penn State, then abandoned them, which, you know, the one of these weasel coaches, they say, they call them from college. Um, he hasn't done much, but yeah, they're not a they're not an obvious pick for a lot of people. They're not like a real fancy because you don't really know many Texan supporters. But when you look at what they have, and if Sean Watson comes back to the player he is, it's going to be a tough game for the Pats on Sunday. Oh, uh, it will yeah. be. I oh, know. I actually concur. I think I my bet for winning this division, and I've oscillated because I think personally the Texans, Titans, and Jags are all there or thereabouts, and the Colts. You can't write off if Andrew Luck comes back to full health, but I, I'm not sure he's going to. And I think the, the three of those are actually all very strong teams who could easily win the division, but I'm leaning in favour of the Texans for the reasons you've articulated. It's more the players coming back from injury, but it is predicated on one key thing, which is Deshaun Watson stays healthy and performs like he was. 
DeAndre Hopkins stays healthy, performs like he was. JJ Watt, you know, that's it's, it's, the same for, it's the same for a lot of teams across Yeah, the true, true, yeah. but they're particularly front-loaded. I have te- Texas as my fifth seed um, in the AFC, so I don't really see them uh, competing at the moment on... Sorry, I'm just but you, here. You see them getting a wild card, but you don't necessarily see them winning the division. No. Sorry, lads, I'm here operating sound as well, and I'm just trying to make sure everything sounds our, right. Our sound producer has gone missing since Dublin won the All-Ireland. <laughs> yeah, so he's, uh, I'm here looking at it kind of going, does that look right? But anyway, sorry, on the Texans, I have them as my fifth seed. I think they'll do well. Uh, I think like, I agree with you. I think Jags, Titans, Texans are dominating this division. Um, I don't think the Colts are going to do anything this year, even with a fully healthy um, Andrew Luck, because I think he's going to get smashed after a few games. Uh, and I think also the fiasco with their head coach in the offseason definitely hasn't helped that organization. And I don't oh think... Because yeah. I think when you, bring in, when you bring in a coach who wasn't your first choice or even your second choice, and that's your new head coach, but I don't think it helps you as an organization. He's the makeup coach. Well, it doesn't help when a certain coach accepts the job. No. He so puts out on social media, I'm coming to Indianapolis tomorrow to sign the contract and I'm the new head coach. And so they're three or four weeks into it. As Mark alluded to there, the season starts very early on after the last season. So, um, of course, Brian would know this given the fact that Bill Parcells did this to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twice, actually in two different occasions a decade apart. So as a Giants fan, he knows all about people yeah. reneging so on promises there. Bill Belichick did so it after so a day as well, didn't he? He, he never won. accepted it. <laughs> okay. He never accepted it. So I think I, I think some of the things like that are going to hold back the Colts this year. Um, I think the Titans, Ivan is a close third. And then I've got the Texans fifth seed in, this, um, in the AFC. And I, again, every, all your points, I think they'll do quite well. I think if Deshaun Watson stays healthy, you have an unbelievable quarterback and a really stacked defense. But I think the Jags are going to win out but the, the Titans, AFC South. The Titans, um, Gordo, obviously made the playoffs last year. You know... Mariota seemed to take a step in his development, particularly in the playoffs. Didn't play amazingly in the, uh, the regular season, but played great. They've still got those titans, if you like, at tackle with, uh, with uh, uh, Taylor Lewin and Jack Conklin, although that one of them suffered an injury in preseason. I remember, I, I, I can't quite recall out the status of that. I mean, that particular playoff do game. they think they're going to get there? No, I, see, I, I think if Mariota needs to stay fully healthy for the year to come, uh, I think Derrick Henry obviously needs to have a big year. Uh, I think it was interesting enough. I think t- his two 100-yard games were in games that were won and they were like, you know, try or touchdowns that didn't really matter at that point in the game and they just buffed up his stats for mm. the season that came. So I think the biggest thing with Henry is he looks for those um, touchdowns. They've also got Deion Lewis, sorry, who came in from the Pats as well. Yeah, yeah. They took in Deion Lewis after taking in Malcolm Butler as well from the Pats. And uh, they obviously took in Logan Ryan the season off season and four, a former, and a former Pats player now being the head coach. Former Pats player because there is that coaching change with Mike Rabel now taking over the the role there with the Titans, and John Robinson who was the director of scouting with the Pats. Is there? It's like Patriots West. It's like Kansas City used to be a couple of years ago. But maybe the magic will transfer. Well, Lewis we, could we, be a great pickup for them. I mean, he's a brilliant player. When you look at who was in the playoffs last year and where you think some teams will regress. Like, this would be one of the teams. I don't think that will... Like, the playoff game itself, Chiefs... Chiefs, but chew it away. Titans. Chew it away. No, they didn't. They weren't in the game. They Chiefs. Home to the Titans. Oh, sorry. Chiefs. Oh, apologies. I misunderstood what you were saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Chew yeah. Did you, you're right. Kelsey yeah, got did. injured. Yes, yes. Their offense was... Piss poor. 
is the technical expression, and Matt Nagy was lucky to get the Bears' job straight after. And then you're getting fortunate touchdowns very early. incomplete pass. Well, I mean, I'm not as down on the Titans as you guys are, because I think they're there or thereabouts. I do think the pickups they've had will improve things. Butler has his flaws. I mean, I wouldn't have given him the massive contract, but I think he should have played in the Super Bowl. Um, But um, he's a decent corner, a 2A corner rather than a number one corner, I would say because uh, he's not that shutdown capability, but he can do it on his day. And Lewis is a great short one. So, you know, I think times are interesting. Jags are the one for me that I'd be worried can regress. They've got so much money tied up. And that defense looks scary, but they had so much luck on health. Like, they had effectively 12 starters on defense because they were rotating Ramsey in particular. Um, yes, they've got these loudmouth corners uh, who... You know, they're good, they're entertaining, they perform, but they spend more money on their defense than any other team. I don't think any other team exceeds 100 mil on the salary cap. And the Jags, if I remember correctly, are something ridiculous like 120 mil. They're going with ball tools again. And I'm sorry, but one swallow doesn't make a summer. They gave him a contract. Yeah, exactly. I, I, thought, I yeah, disagree with it. But I think if you've got one of the better defenses, if not the best defense in the league, I think you don't need an offense that's even above average. You just need one that can score a couple of touchdowns. You need, a, you need a type of Brad Johnson like in Tampa Bay and you need someone who's a game manager and the John Kittner, uh, not John Kittner, oh, um, oh, bugger. Uh, I can't think of that. Matt Hasselback type player in his later years. You know, just a solid pair of hands. But I don't think Bortles in that. I think he's a turnover machine who had a lucky year. Well, game management to a certain extent, but that only takes you so far because you remember that AFC Championship game. I think it was a minute and a half, 150 left. They got the ball and they just... Said we'll take half time here. Like yeah. If you have a quarterback that has the ability to get you down the field. Oh, to be absolutely honest with you, obviously that game was look. It was a great game. It was a good Pats comeback. When the Pats got that touchdown to Amadou in the back in the end zone to go in the lead, that was the first time in the game I relaxed because I went, "There is no way he's going down. Bortles is going down the field." And yeah, it needed a good play by Gilmore to break up. And in fairness, Bortles made some good throws in that game. But I'd seen the same play Bortles in the game against Buffalo two weeks before, and he was atrocious. So I just think over a season, that catches up with you. So I'm not sold on them. My bet on the division winner is probably Texans, but I, I think we're all in agreement. It's pretty tight. Could easily see a wild card team. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think it'll come down to who wins the divisional games, and that's why I think the Jags will win those games and win the, win the division. And on that point, Mariota has a dreadful divisional record. So that's always one to bear in the back of your mind for betting purposes. AFC North, Gordon, you've got two teams in this division, so you must always love this. I mean, why don't you break down this division a bit for us? Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, uh, for me, it's actually one of the more straightforward divisions out of the entire uh, AFC. I think there's only one team and one team only, and that's the Steelers coming out of this division. Um, I know Brian's going to disagree with me on that in a few minutes, but I'll let him have that in a moment. I think the Steelers are poised to yeah, win this division and win the AFC. I think they're going with Levy and Bell kicking off again and not turn up yet. Yeah, I still, I still think they're going to be the, the the number one seed. Um, come the end of the year, I think the Browns. The, have sorry, the number one seed. Yeah. In the AFC, okay, yeah. okay, that's yeah. No, they're my number one seed. Um, f- for the for the AFC, and I think uh, there's nothing about the Bengals that have excited me all preseason. Um, no big news stories. It's fast. It's fast at this stage. Andy Dalton, like it's just, and they keep giving. Um, your man Lewis a job in the Lewis Marvin Lewis more con- like I, I just don't understand it and I just think the Ravens I think people are saying that the Ravens defense I think they're 
banking on the Ravens being, you know, the Ravens with an unbelievable defense from the history and what they've had in the past. I don't think they're as good as they used to be. And I think Joe Flacco is coming to the end. And the fact that Lamar Jackson... He's looking over his shoulder at Lamar now. First round pick for the Ravens, the quarterback. And I think now that Lamar Jackson is third choice, they haven't even put him as the second choice QB for the coming season. I think it just kind of says what the Ravens think their chances are this year. Uh, Otherwise, they would have him at number two. Uh, And I think the Browns will very much depend on everyone gelling. So I think it's Steelers are going to lead the AFC North. I think Joe, Joe Flacco is up there now, I suppose, along with Nick Foles, possibly, you would say, is giving hope to every single one of the 32 teams that at some point you can win a Super Bowl. So, yeah, I, I agree. The Ravens are a mess. Brian? No, no I disagree. I actually think the Ravens are going to go to playoffs this year. Very good. Yeah. Very interesting. They're going to win the division or go as a wild card? Wild card. Wild card. I still, I still do agree that, that Steelers are the standout team in the division. Yeah. And... Um, I could see the Steelers beating the Ravens, you know, in the two games. And uh, Steelers have a reasonably soft schedule in certain other games. So, no, I'd still expect Steelers to win the division. But, no, I am high on the Ravens. I think they've had a very good off-season, and Flacco is looking very good. I know, albeit it's pre-season. But uh, it looks like he's re-energised because he knows that he does have Jackson at some stage yeah. challenging him. I know it's early stage, so maybe there's a, a reason f- behind why Jackson isn't number two. It, but he's, he's long term. Yeah, is Harbaugh still the right guy there? I've been up and down with him for years, and I, I honestly still don't know the answer. But I'm looking at what they've done. They've made changes. They brought a new defensive coordinator, Martindale. So he's going to freshen things up. They've actually lost no players from the defense last year. Defense, to me, is still very good. Humphrey's number one pick last year was really good. He's going to come on. Brandon Carey, yep. they brought from the Cowboys, second year there. So, no, I, I actually do think they're going to do really well this year. Yeah. And yeah. then, I mean, look, I mean, it's the right division to make a, a splash. The Browns should have a workable defense, but I still think they're going to be ridiculous. The Bengals, I mean, the team I was going to talk about, they're still, for me, it's like Churchill's expression on Russia. Um, if you remember, Winston Churchill said that Russia was like an enigma wrapped in a mystery surrounded by a riddle. You, know, you can never get to the heart of it. And the Bengals are like that. Why Dalton's still there? Why Lewis is still there? It's still a bit bizarre to me. And I just see them having another type of 6-10 and 10 season like... The, the last couple of seasons. And that maybe, maybe then they'll make some fundamental changes. Um, but it's taking the time. Um, but like you guys, sorry, uh, just to con- conclude, I agree, Steelers probably a class of this division. Even if you just had a half-healthy ben, Big Ben and Antonio Brown, you'd be laughing a long way with them. So. Just a one for you, two for me from the division. Going into the playoffs. Yeah, I've only got one. I don't see the Ravens being... Uh, they'll improve, but I still don't see them being class. Yeah, I only see the Steelers going from this one. So, the AFC East, we might as well turn our attention to. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Nathan Peterman is about to be the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills for 2019. The Buffalo Bills are the one team that I think will be closing in on that number one pick in the draft come next year. I haven't been to the playoffs. Yeah. I'll be very fortunate in a way because the Bengals went in and shocked the Ravens. But And they still love Andy Dalton out there? Yeah, they give them a fantastic reception. Maybe they should make a trade and get him in because they brought in Josh Allen in, in the draft. Yeah. They've given up quite a bit and to move up to seven to get him. Everybody assumed that he was going to be the quarterback. They then, after trading in um, A.J. McLaren. Yeah, A.J. McLaren, that's McCarran, right. Sorry, from, from the Bengals. From who everybody ben. was saying it should be given an opportunity to be a... Yeah, um, quarterback in the NFL. He's he's been traded to the Raiders since, so don't see the logic in that. So obviously, then when you hear that, you think Josh Allen's going to start. Then you're reading that he's not 
up to speed with the playbook. He hasn't progressed. Uh, he hasn't produced much in the off, in sorry, yeah. preseason and in training camps. And they're going back to the guy that threw two pick sixes in his first ever. Five picks in his first game. Two and pick two, sixes. Two pick sixes. Yeah. And they're away to the Ravens, who I'm high on. on <laughs> but, uh, this is why you're so high on the Ravens. They haven't the done anything. Instance. They haven't done a lot in terms of upgrading the staff in terms of players. So. Yeah. I just I I've gone from nine to seven. I see them around four to twelve this year. Yeah, I, I I do see them regressing. I do see them as being the weak link. Um, and it's surprising because the Jets obviously had a more surprising season that they weren't as bad perhaps as we all anticipated. You know, really great coaching job I would say there. And now, like Dublin, they've pinned their hopes on Sam once more. And uh, boom, boom, um, and Sam Darnold is the poster boy in New York Jets. Do you see the pictures of him sitting beside Josh McCown though? The uh, the brill cream being used between the two of them is something rotten. Yeah, because the, the slick the hair, the old stick of the hair. I think the Jets are in a interesting situation. I I kind of toyed back and forth whether or not I thought that they potentially have a wild card opportunity this season, um, just because of Sam Darnold. You get that? I was Jets yeah. in the playoffs. No, I, I, I think there's something. I think two teams, the Jets and the Dolphins, are two teams that I just I'm still unsure of what to make of both of them. I think the Jets have a very, very good defense in the secondary, especially they've got some really good players. I just don't think their two safety picks last year yeah. come very good, and they're so good players. So I just don't think they have enough weapons for Darnold. At, you know, in in the offense, so I think that's the probably the downfalls. But I think, like, if Darnold is as good, he's the only, and he's very important to point out, he's the only rookie QB from this year's class that is going to start, and that was a first round draft. And mm. I think that's a really important. Like, is in the he wouldn't be starting unless the Jets are 100% confident. Ah, no, 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 no. He wouldn't be starting if the Jets are someone better. That's just indicative of the fact that they don't have anything better and they're trying to bump him up. No, I, I, I don't think they'd rush him because at the, at the age he is, he must be doing something in practice to indicate that he's good enough to start in the NFL. So the youngest so quarterback to start in the NFL since 1970. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think the Jets could be really interesting, but I yeah, I toyed back and forth whether or not they were my number six um, seed for... The AFC, but they didn't make it in the end. Right, you're not going to happen to win at least nine games to get that work hard. Yeah, I don't yeah. see that happening. I mean, if you're good enough, you're old enough. I fully agree with that. So many, it I, doesn't have matter about his age. How many games did they finish on last season again? They five, f- five wins. Five after we projected well, them. Uh, was it a bit more? I, I, Sorry, thought it was, I thought it was six maybe. But we, okay. project, we projected them to win none last year. Well, we projected that they would have a, a diabolical no, no, season. No, 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 we projected, I remember, that uh, no, they no, would win I no games. I think I pointed out they were 20 to 1 to win no games. Yeah. And I didn't put money on that. So so they, <laughs> ca- so they came back at that stage. So, yeah, I, I just think that would be interesting. But I think, yeah, it, the Bills is one, like the AJ McCarron situation, I just can't get my head around. So he, it brings me to the other two teams in the AFC East because, look, I'm a Patriots fan. We talk enough about the Patriots, though. I don't want to dwell on them. They will reboot, and they have rebooted, but they still don't have speed in the defense. Uh, particularly not a linebacker, although Belichick and now Brian Flores, and who's the new defensive coordinator, will scheme around that a bit. And they don't have any wide receivers. No. Like at the moment now, they have Chris Hogan, Cordell Patterson, and Philip Dorsett, because Edelman's suspended for the first four games. And they just picked up two wide receivers from the Jets and the Seahawks, I think, who were cut on waivers, cut down. Like, I know he's got Gronk. I know he's got Sony Michael, who's the new running back, and, and James White is there. To throw the ball to, but so- Brady needs Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Oh, sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, he need Brady needs players to throw the ball to, and for that reason alone, um, I'm concerned as a Pats fan for the first time in a while about their ability to win the AFC. I don't think it's a slam dunk as the Steelers have, and the team I'm actually more co- most concerned about is the Dolphins. 
Dolphins are an unknown because I had a conversation with Gordon earlier. Quarterback was injured last year. Tannehill First was game injured, called yeah. off because of the hurricane. Yeah. A number of players injured. Cut our signs a week before the season and trying to get up to speed. They never really got going. Yeah. And uh, they've got a lot of talent. They let Landry go because they feel they have enough there. They brought in a very good tight end in the draft. Can't really, it's different yeah, yeah, to yeah. pronounce. And he's looked really good. So, yeah, you just don't know. What I think expect. the loss of Landry is big. But I think Tannehill coming back. And Tannehill, bear in mind, being in a contract pressurized situation, he's got to prove it or lose it this year. Um, and, and don't forget Sue as well is gone. As yeah, yeah, but I think that's addition by subtraction. I think he, he's a great player, don't get me wrong. And he, he, he's an amazing player. But he, when he's unmotivated, he just brings that whole team down. But that's, what I, but, but that's why I think I think the biggest thing about the Dolphins is it's the culture change that they're trying to implement this year. Um, so I just don't know. Like They could be a team that gels so much better than previously and actually comes out and wins a couple of games. Adam Gase had a great first year. A dreadful second year, you would say. I see him bouncing back. And I can't believe I'm going to say these words, but my pick to win the AFC East is the Dolphins. And the Patriots will get a wild card. Really? Really. I just... <laughs> at, some, at some stage, the magic's got to what? end. Yeah, at some stage, the magic's got to end. And Did you go for a few beers? You? <laughs> no. Um, Dolphins are going to win the division. Dolphins are going to win the division. The Patriots will still make the playoffs as a wild card. But I... I didn't see that one coming, Gordo. Wow. Um... Yeah, I, I, I have the Pats. I have the Pats to win this division. Um, and I have them, yeah, as my, we'll go through the seeds in a while, but I only have one coming out of the AFC East, and that's the Pats. Um, Likewise, Pats. I do agree to a certain extent that the Dolphins will do I well. think I think the Dolphins are an unknown, but I wouldn't... But an I unknown on Sunday, and you know, like they're playing at home to the Titans on Sunday. Yeah. Well, see, if, if, you, if the Titans went in and knocked the, sh- knocked the shit out, <laughs> I wouldn't turn around at 9 o'clock and text a certain Dolphins fan that I know well and say... Jeez, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, they could come out and be diabolical. I fully agree. And but I, yeah, there's part of me that just feels this is the year. I mean, look, the Patriots dynasty is undoubtedly coming to the end of its tether. The question is, does it je- gradually, gently ease to the sidelines, or does it fall off the rocks a bit? And I, I'm does, sorry, or in or the next Brady, cup, or does Brady rebound and have a fantastic season? He could easily have a fantastic season, but he still needs people to catch the ball. And and uh, when I look at that Patriots lineup, there's Hogan can beat zone day after day. Dorsett can beat zone. None of them, neither of them, are great in man coverage. He's never had standout receivers. That's 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 the beauty of. Tom Brady he, in the True. Sense. He, I mean, he got to an AFC championship game with Rache Caldwell and bloody Jabbar Gaffney. So, yeah, I know about that. But he generally has had a bit more talent than that around. And um, maybe maybe I'm just being a bit pessimistic and maybe we're going to have a reinvented running game behind Hill and uh, White and all these guys. But... Uh, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure. AFC West, guys. Um, always the toughest division. Always... I've not always the toughest division, but it's always the most intriguing division, I think, with the amount of defensive talent, particularly on the edge, although now the Raiders don't have any. Um, so, um, you know, they've lost Khalil Mack. They're going to be the bargain basement element of this division, as far as I'm concerned, this year. But the other three could all very easily win the division and make uh, a big splash. I, I, no, I, for me, I'm writing off the Broncos and Raiders before we even start. I can't, like... I think the quarterback situation with the Broncos is a joke. I think you've got... With the Broncos? With the Broncos? Yeah. They brought in a quarterback. Who? Case Keenum from the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Nothing about Case Keenum excites me, and they've got your man Kelly as their number two. 
and they've just gotten rid of Paxton Lynch. They don't have a quarterback. Well, I mean, they got rid of Paxton Lynch. You made me double check there to think who do they bring out QB? I was like, what? They're QB in fairness to him. No, go away. You were raving about him last year. No, for the Broncos to do what they do, I think they've messed up a QB. They haven't brought in like Keenum was not their first choice to bring in the free agency. We've discussed that. It was just the fact that they weren't willing to go off and pay anyone else. Ooh, I don't know about no, that. They weren't. I've they weren't willing to pay top dollar for last, somebody else. Last year, Golden had the pencil case with "I love Keenum" on it and everything. No, no, I mean, no that, that was that was that, that was Mahomes. I, I think. Yeah. I think that. Oh, we know we love. I Mahomes. think there's a lot of. Um, they're down the pecking order in terms of where players want to go. I don't think a lot of them would be. Oh, I always magic's maybe not working the same level, but I mean they they had a gift in the draft. The defense, yeah, I mean that's an absolute gift to a defense not at its echelon that it was, but still at a very solid level. Yeah, there's, no, there's just nothing about the Broncos that excites me. Brought so. in a great running back, very underrated running back in the draft, Royce Freeman. Keep an eye on him Sunday. I'd be saying get your money on him for an anytime touchdown. Well, I mean, it's it's the thing. The Seattle, I fancy the Broncos on Sunday. It's the thing now with Jared McKinnon going down injured on IR for San Francisco. It's like, well, who was the second or third running back there? Because it's a Carl, it's a Shanahan, and my Shanahan in the old days, Carl Shanahan running scheme. Let's just turn an Arian Foster or someone into a, a, a somebody. Denver, even after Shanahan left with you know Terrell Davis and everything, kind of kept that mantra up. They turned running backs from nobodies into somebody. So that's that's a good shout. That yeah. could be a great little pick. Well, he's in. a rookie and he's going to play on Sunday because he's been selected as their first. Is he in your fancy team? No. No, but I'm going to put money on him to score two touchdowns or more on Sunday against the Seahawks. What's the rank? What's the bet? I'd say that price would be around twenty-five to one. Yeah, sounds interesting. Um, so okay, Gordo, I think we're a bit d- divided on the. I, I, uh, I do agree in the sense that they won't do anything in the division in terms of winning division. I just, I just think it'll be a middle no, of the I road. Think, I think they could be around there. I oh. think they could be around there. You can't underestimate the Mar- tra- He's definitely been out yeah. No, no, no. But I, I, sorry, I, I don't think they will. I agree with you, but Shoot. I don't think they're going to be a million miles off. I think this division, and I do agree with you on that, comes down to the Chargers and the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see the Chargers this year. Yeah, well, so, I mean, they've, they've only suffered one or two injuries in training camp, which, is, which is in itself an accomplishment to get through it with only losing yeah. a couple of players. So 0-4 and four last year, won 9 in the last 12. They lost out to the Chiefs in the game at Christmas, which possibly could have got them into the playoffs. Antonio Gates is back. For a year. He's back again. The wide receiver that got injured last year Guess before the season. Mike Williams, he's fit. The wide receiver, you forgot yeah, about yeah. him, didn't you? No, no. Keenan Allen as well, of course. Keenan Allen. Defense, Dervin James come in and he dropped in the draft because of all the quarterbacks were going. Ingram he, and Bosa are the two bookends at pass rusher. It rusher. Just sounds like this is the Chargers' best opportunity in years to go in the division. However, they still play home games at a football stadium, which is like away games because they have to play a silent snap I count. think they got over that towards the back end of the season. I, they did. They they adapted to it, but I mean that's tough to overcome. They they literally play eight away games. Oh, sorry, they literally play ten away games and six neutral games. They've no idea of home advantage in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. But I, I'm like Brian, really excited for Chargers this year. I actually have them ahead of the Chiefs. I have them winning the AFC yeah. West. Someone else has been drinking at lunchtime. So hang on a second, Gordon. I mean, because I was I was messing a bit a bit about the Case Keenum. Although you do love him, but I mean like. Patrick Mahomes and you, I mean, you were running off to a camp. I mean, Brokeback Mountain was being reenacted. <laughs> like, it wasn't quite love child. It was, you know, it was, it was definitely not a father-son type thing going on. It was a bit, a lot closer than that. I mean, what, what, what's happened? I hope you send, I, send us a screen grab on, on Sunday evening when he runs onto the field for the first time. With uh, hearts all around <laughs> it. I have him. I, I do have the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will be very, very good. I just think the Chargers, there's something about them. 
Seven Prime were talking. I think both and the guys, if the defense works, it'll be unbelievable. Um, I do have the Chiefs as my sixth seed, so they're still making the playoffs. But okay, but they're not winning the division. Well, I mean, the one thing I will say about Patrick Mahomes, and we are taking the mick out of Goldar a bit and his love for him, is though that he is in a good place because he's working with Andy Reid. And if there's one thing Andy Reid does do well, it's not clock management, but it is quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, so uh, he's, he's in a... They're, they're looking for something a bit more from him now because they, they had what people call a game manager in... And Alex Smith, and they let him yeah, go. No, so I, think, I think that 70-yard touchdown through the air during preseason, I think the one that blew up the internet... Yeah, yeah, that that's cool. The preseason and not mattering uh, but, in any but, way, shape, but or no, form. But nobody, I, I don't think there's any quarterback in the league. I think they actually analyzed it. There is no quarterback in the league that threw a longer pass last season than that pass. As in, his arm strength is out well, of the world. Well, I tell you what, if he does what Matt Ryan did when he started in the league, you remember Matt Ryan first came in throw. And first throw, touchdown. eighty yards touchdown. Yeah, that. That's why you want to see on Sunday. Expectations are high for you, Gordon. Yeah. They are very high. But now, we won't get an 80 yards because they've brought up yeah. the line since. But 75 yards. We'll set the expectation reasonable. 75 yards. But I, th- I, I, th- I, th- I think he is going to throw quite a few interceptions this year, which has just been the case all preseason. But he, clearly, the, the, the Chiefs seem to like him. So and they're playing the Chargers on Sunday. Is that the first game? Yeah, yeah it's oh, great. In, 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 in LA. That's a great opening game. So, um, yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's my... My, my readings I've of only the AFC West. So I've, got w- I've already given my two wild cards away with the Ravens and the Texans. So I've only got, yeah, I've got the Chargers coming out of this division. One and only. Chiefs aren't making it. Uh, funny enough, I... They've also let players in defense go. Martin Pe- Martin I Peters is gone. Peters is gone, yeah. But I mean, Jesus, the way he broke down at oca- on occasion. I mean, he's gone to the Ramps as well, which is bolstering them. But I mean, his temperament in that key game towards the end then of the season Barry going to come back as good as he was? Who knows? You hope so because he's a great player. And, I mean, obviously all he's overcome personally with the cancer and everything. Yeah. I mean, there are certain good guys you want to see succeed in life. And I hope all the best for Eric Berry um, coming back there. But, yeah, I gut feel is Chiefs. Sorry, gut feel is Chargers. I keep oscillating between two, but gut feel is Chargers to yeah. win this division. And the final wild card for me, you could stick a pin in the board, but I actually think it's going to come from the AFC South. So, so whoever, the, you've, it's got, one, it's, uh, you've got the Patsons that work hard and then you've got yeah. Titans or Jags. Pick. You're going to have to pick one, man. Ah, Jags. Jags will go through Very as a wild card. indecisive today, man. Jags will go through as a wild card. Pats will be the fifth seed. Jags will be the sixth. There you go. So who's who's winning the, the division for you out of all, all of that? So who's winning the FC? Yeah. Patriots. Against? Who's oh, you've got the Patriots the getting the Super Bowl. Patriots Even though they're going to be a wild card. Patriots will play the Steelers Do you have a run in order at Heinz Field. And they will beat the Steelers at Heinz Field again. Oh, I see. Because uh, I had. You give yours there. Yeah. So, so again, I had, I had Steelers number one, Jags two, Pats three, and then I had Chargers four, and uh, Texans five, and Chiefs six was the running order I had it. And I see it coming down to Steelers versus the Jags. Uh, and I think Steelers. At Heinz Field with Steelers at home advantage. Yeah. Okay. And Brian? I, and I think Steelers win. Uh, Jags four said. Yeah, I, I think we've just that's the first time in about 30 pods you've stunned us in silence. Okay. Pats too. Okay. Still think the Pats will, because the division to me is still poor enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That no. they'll get the two. Steelers, three. Chargers, four. We're high in the Chargers. Ravens, five. And I have Texans, six. I have the Pats beating the Steelers and the Pats playing the Jags in the championship game and the Jags. Beating the Pats because they'll have the defense to go off. The top and right the game in. will be in Jacksonville. 
Interesting breakdown. So you've got Steelers, you've got Jags, I've got Pats going through to the Super Bowl from the AFC side. And not to... I know we talked about the NFC before, but look, my Super Bowl prediction is still actually... I know we gave it on the fly a few weeks ago, but I... NFC is harder to call just because oh, there's I've so changed, much I've more talent. Um, I'm going to stick with my gut instinct. I'm still going with the Pat Saints. Yeah, I've changed my decision. I'm going with the uh, Steelers Rams. And Brian, but I was. But you got to go with the Jags now. <laughs> but I was originally Pat, so I've moved to the Jags, and I was originally Rams, and I have. I'm torn between the Saints and the Rams. I have them playing each other, but I have the Saints in the Super Bowl against the Jags. There we go. Okay, so we will see. Drew Brees, obviously, will break the passing the winner, We're not naming the winners now, we're not? No, no, no. We've we built that up. Build oh, that really? tension yeah. up, yeah. Okay. Um, the, Drew Brees will, obviously, be the most passing yards of all time this season. He'll inevitably break the record. Obviously, uh, injury, not uh, hopefully uh, exempted. Um, but then but Teddy, Bri- uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater will come in and do the job. Like falls. Yeah, a, an interesting pickup, and we haven't touched on that. Obviously, picking him up from the Jets. Jets doing a good bit of business, you would say, to get a third round pick for a quarterback that arguably they were going to let go. Yeah. So um, interesting, and shows the value of quarterbacks, and also why the hell did Bill Belichick only get a second round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo? But I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to dwell stops. on that. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm over it. I just can't. I just can't get over you picking the Dolphins to win the division. So let's. Yeah. And then imploding in the playoffs. So it's all good. Um, gents, we'll turn our attention to week one. Let's have a quick rundown of the games. Just give me one, wor- one oh. word or sentence. What? Yeah, one. Uh, you, you, quick. Yeah. Quick fire. This is rapid fire, Brian. I know it's difficult for you. No, start, start with me because we know he's going to take forever. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So the, the opening game of the season, it's a great game of the season. It's an NFC playoff uh, redux, if you like, from the divisional round. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles against the Atlanta Falcons. Eagles. Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. Baltimore Ravens against the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Ravens. I'm Ravens. They're playing Peterman, for Christ's sake. Cleveland Browns are at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, God. <laughs> Who do I choose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's choosing between your two children. Go on, come on. But if Bell doesn't play, yeah, no, does that not give the advantage? I think it's the Steelers. Although the Browns have earned their stripes. From Hard Knocks. I don't know if anyone... No, 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 no. It's the Bengals who have stripes, Gordon. No, no. Brown. No, they're getting the stripes back <laughs> on their hands. No, no. They've earned their Sorry, stripes. Sorry, I can resist the Sorry, Bengals. Sorry, yeah, but Steelers anyway. Stupid bloody Hard Knocks. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Big Ben's record against them and in Ohio is ridiculous. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns won. I really wouldn't. I can actually see that game. No, no, no. Close. I would. I mean, actually, sorry. Total win total for the Browns for the season. I completely lost this last year. Yo, you, you were pathetic last I year. I did so seven last year. Yeah, go for it, Goldie. <laughs> I'm going to go with seven again. I'm gonna go, I'm oh, gonna Jesus go. Christ. Five. Three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Colts at home to the Bengals. This oh. is a tough one to call. It is a very tough one yeah. to call. I actually think if Lux back and he's healthy, it's, it, this could be his good game from the start off. And so I'm going to go with uh, the Colts. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I, I want to flip a coin, but I don't have one in front of me. Um, I'll go with the Colts, but you'll know, you, Mark, you'll know. You slammed the Colts last year. Oh, yeah. No, I did slam the Colts because I said to you, Col- Col- luck wouldn't be healthy, and I was right. But I'll go with the Colts. They're not going to do anything. Mm. I don't think they have enough talented receivers for luck no, to do anything. I don't think so either, and I think they've wasted that, and uh, you still need to prove it coming back from injury. Which I'm is sorry. why I think it, that's why I think the Bengals will just win. I just don't know if they've got enough there. 
Dolphins are home to the Titans. Now, this could be a sneaky good game. I mean, the both teams we've been talking up today. Dolphins. Titans. Dolphins. Okay. Yeah. I can't go with my first prediction and then say that they're going to lose the opening yeah, game. Yeah, it's a long season, Mark. You it is. You it is, but I, I, I rank them on this one. Um, Vikings, uh, Mariota is a traditionally slow starter as well. Started a number of seasons 0-2. So, again, betting purposes, things to bear in mind. Vikings at home to the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo still undefeated as a starter. I think it's Vikings. Yeah, this one, I can see this one being a handy win for the Vikings. So can I. I think it comes to an end. Vikings all the way. Patriots at home to the Texans. Texans. I, yeah, I'm going to go Texans as well. I think the defense is going to beat I, up I, Tom Brady. I can't pick up how good Deshaun Watson is and then... Bearing in mind, he should have beat us last year. Well, you're, yeah. sure you're definitely going to pick the Texans. You don't even have the you, you pass winning your division. Yeah. They, should, they should have beaten the Patriots last year. And that's why I think they will this time. And I, and you're slow starters at home. We really are slow starters at home. Oh, no, I've said bad enough things today. Patriots will win. Um, Saints at home to the Buccaneers. This is hurting me. Yeah. You don't realize that. It's physically hurting me. Yeah. Saints at home to the Buccaneers. Saints all day long. Get on the Saints minus nine points. Yeah. This is going to be a, a blowout. There is a suspended Jameis Winston, obviously sitting on the bench. Uh, it is the Saints, 100%. Even though it's a division game, it's still the Saints. The New York Giants at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I think it's uh, going to be an interesting one. I think poor Eli is going to get roughed up a little bit in this game. I, I just want to know, does, does Brian love Eli or Tom Coughlin more? That's a tough one. It is. Can I share it enough? No. God, that's a hard one. Well, just pick the game. Bear then. in mind, I have an Eli Manning jersey hanging up in the house now. I'd say Eli. I think the Jags will win a close game. I think the Giants will play w- very well, but I think Jags being a good team will just about hang on and win. Yeah, Jags. Yeah. Uh, I've funny, you've got an Eli Manning jersey hanging up, and I wear Tom Coughlin pants, so we're, it's kind of good. It's kind of yeah. easy. Yours are, yours are hideous, though. <laughs> <laughs> So is your Eli manager. <laughs> um, the Jaguars will win that game. Leonard Fournette will stop the New York Saquon, Giants. Saquon, all the way. It is really a battle of the running backs to an extent and everything. Yeah. But I mean, as bad as I've said things against Bortles, I just, I, I think Jags... Seven in the back. box for Barkley. And then we'll just... They, why would they put seven in the but box? we'll just have Odell on the outside and we'll have Ingram and we'll have Shepard. Oh God, is it Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not just pick the Jags to win this game? I changed my mind. <laughs> No, I'll stick with the Jags just about. Okay, Chargers at home to the Chiefs at a football stadium coming to you. Yeah, Chargers. Chargers. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a very tough one because I still, oh, I, I mean, they yeah. can still win the division without winning this he, game. He's saying that Eli's going to get roughed up. Yeah. Um, Mahomes is Mahomes going to get seriously roughed up yeah. in this game. You get on those Chargers, but, but got I, two touchdowns but, or more on defense. But I, th- I, I think this could be a very high... A s- defensive special teams yeah. touchdown. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. actually, the Chargers special teams is atrocious. Defensive touchdown, yeah. Chargers. I think it could be a high-scoring game. Mm, I'm not sure about that now, but, but I think the both teams are more timing-orientated. So, But anyway, Chargers. Cardinals at home to the Washington Redskins. The Redskins will win this one comfortably. Nope. No, uh, Cardinals. Cardinals are going to win this game. No. Cardinals are They're going to be really poor this year. I it was it was an interesting one here that I, so I was listening to, I think it was the MMQB and they were stating this and I didn't realize this at all. But um, Alex Smith doesn't suit the Redskins' uh, offensive style whatsoever, as in the Redskins' offensive style is timing, quick, um, 
passes to your to your receivers on you know certain plays. Whereas with Alex Smith, he only throws if he knows the person is open. He doesn't take risks with his throws. Is what he did last year with the Chiefs, and it's a completely different style, which I didn't even look at because I didn't really pay much attention to Redskins this off season. So um, I don't I don't think he's going to be that great. I don't think Jay Gruden. I think Jay Gruden's been found out a little bit, and I don't see the talent of running back for the Redskins. But Man I do Thompson, see Thompson by all accounts is going to have. A I do season. see David Johnson playing yeah. for the Arizona Cardinals and coming back strong. Yeah, true. That's, That's the it. problem. Uh, Carolina Panthers at home to the Dallas Cowboys. I mean. A, this is a pretty good first week, guys. That, 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 that game's on Sky at 9 o'clock. It's a, it's a nice game, all right? Yeah. yeah it's a tough, um, tough game to choose. Um, I, I, I'm probably going to go with the Panthers. I, I think something Cam, Cam Newton this year, I think, is going to turn it on. Um, is he going to grow up? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I, think he, I think all the stuff about what Benjamin and like said about him in the offseason, I think he's going right. to come out with something to prove in the first game. Okay, all right. Brian? Yeah, I agree. Too many unknowns for me with Dallas at the moment. And uh, I think Cam, at home, first game, I think they'll win, yeah. Just about. Yeah, I, I, I have a, my doubts about the Carolina defense. Remember, Thomas Davis is suspended for the first four games. Luke, Luke Keekley, though. Yeah, well, Luke Keekley walking concussion unit, unfortunately. Um, and the best defender on the field will be on the Dallas Cowboys side because his name's Sean Lee. Um, who... Sorry, but he's taken the title for it me. It depends what what Zeke turns up because their wide receivers haven't been doing much in in the off season. I, I, I can see I can see uh, Zeke and um, Prescott doing enough. So the Zeke and Dak show, if you like, doing enough to win a game. Um, but on balance, Chris McCaffrey's there. Newton is solid enough, and it is home for the, the Panthers. The new wide receiver looks good from so the Panthers. to draft him in the fourth yeah, round more? I, I'm yeah. with the Panthers, but I'm not giving them the minus three you normal know, home but advantage. Half, I think it's going to be half, tight so on that. They're going to yeah. win. No, the averages are going to win on a field goal. Yeah. Get on the two and a half, Mike. Broncos. I will. I will, Brian. Broncos at home to the Seahawks. Seahawks. Now I'm going to go with Denver, um, more so because I'm not sure whether Seattle has sorted out the offensive line. And Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, I think they'll get to Wilson. And yeah, yeah. Case Keenan will game manage and do enough to win the game. Oh, uh, the, the Seahawks, for me, have gone from the Legion of Boom to Tick, Tick, Boom. It's just <laughs> <laughs> blowing up there. Broncos like for me. I can see Carr with a four-quarter and his big red head, you know, <laughs> doing his nut. Yeah, again. Um, Packers at home to the Bears. Let's try and be nice to Bears people, lads. I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think. It's not. It is, I'm telling you. The I Bears are actually one of the teams that have done really well in the offseason, what they brought in. They've revamped the team. Mac is playing. I'm not going to say he's going to... Well, I want to know how... I, 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 I don't think it's... A, I think the Packers win this fairly handy, but I think Rodgers gets hit quite a few times and I want to know how many times he gets sacked by Khalil Mack Khalil Mack is not going to play a big part in this game you don't Full think the Bears stop. defense you, 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 is you, good you, anyway you, you don't think the Bears good. defense is good but Khalil Mack is not going to walk into a brand new team with a scheme he's still trying to learn he's going to come in as a situational pass rusher on third down and they're going to say no matter bloody what do not let this guy even before change. he got picked up last week I still felt this would be a closer game than people are thinking I, I, I think the biggest change for me is the fact that the Packers finally made a change at the DC position so they will know how to defend a running game for the first time in a while and therefore the Bears' strength will be nullified and yeah for me it's the Packers sorry I mean Bears don't win in Green Bay in the last while perhaps in two years ago (laughs) in the last that's why I said while because I remember (laughs) there was one they did the Detroit Lions at home to the, the New York Jets on one of the worst 
Monday night games. I mean, I'm saying it's a great schedule. I mean, if you're in ESPN, you must be pretty hacked off that that's one of the games you've got to deal with. I mean, that's yeah. a diabolical game. Yeah, I think the Lions kind of walk away with this one. I think it's a good opening game to be at home facing the Jets, who will, will have that rookie QB. I, you know, I think the Jets will play well. So I, or I think the Jets will do okay, but I think the Lions at home in the field against the Jets, yeah, it's a no-brainer. I agree. I think the Lions will win comfortably. Yeah, I think it's wham-bam. Thank you, Sam. And the Lions walk away with it. Yeah. Get on the minus six. Uh, Oakland Raiders at home to Los Angeles Rams. Well, gents, even before the recent news, I was the Rams all the way on this one. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, it's not going to be another great Monday night game. They'll be fired up wanting to prove people wrong. But I was just thinking, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if Gruden wins and he's out after the game saying, look at and me. Look at us, look yeah. at us. I mean, yeah. I love that guy. I love him. I love him. <laughs> Who's he? <laughs> Whoever you are, I love you. I love you. I think the Rams will win. Yeah, I think... It'd be interesting. Uh, Derek Carr, poor Derek Carr, standing up looking over that defensive line. It's not a, it's not a great front to be uh, facing in your first opening game of the season after you've just lost your best friend and co-captain. So, yeah, I think uh, Rams for an easy win. Chucky, Chucky to lose it on the sidelines. Yeah. So, yeah. The new Chucky, Sean McVay, walking away with things. Well, the new head coach. All right, gents. Um, that just about wraps it up for this week's podcast. Um Unfortunately, in a bit of programming news, um, I'm going to be uh, missing you for the next few weeks, unfortunately, due to uh, changing working scenarios for me personally. But I will try and pop in for guest appearances from time to time. Um, But uh, my apologies about that and to our um, ever-dedicated loyal listeners uh, that uh, I won't be able to join you for this. But I'm sure the WhatsApp chat and everything will be going mighty. Yeah, I think uh, keep an eye, look out on our Twitter and the likes. Uh, poor Mark has left us our, our captain, but uh, we'll uh, we'll try our best. We'll keep uh, our fans abreast of the news of when we'll be out again, but we'll let them know. Good man. Super Bowl picks. Patriots. To beat the Saints. In the Super Bowl. Brady, Brady and Belichick to retire. Saints to beat the Jags. Braves to retire. Like it. Rams to potentially beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Going against the Roethlisberger to retire. Sorry. <laughs> just, I, I just think the way the Rams and I like the money they've spent, it's it's that Galactico oh, Philadelphia team. Eagles they, dream are they, team. Are they um hitting your top ten or are they coming in anyway? No. Oh no. no no sorry yeah exactly so Gordon has them beating one of his five teams in the Super Bowl then. Yeah. So the Rams might sneak in as number six? Yeah. Well, I've learned as a Man United fan, there's no point in just keep saying your team's going to keep winning. It doesn't mean it's always going to win, you know? So I'm going to go with the Rams to beat the Steelers. Anyway, we'll leave, we'll leave the football aside. I see Chrissy Dignam is managing Arsenal now. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> at least at least Arsenal have a manager and not I think we better wrap this up before we uh, not a Mona. Anyway, let's keep it on the NFL, uh, gents. Uh, been a pleasure as always. Uh, greatly enjoyed it and greatly enjoyed today's show. Um, wishes all the best, and I'll try and drop in when I can. But uh, until next time, as they say, um, hope all goes well. And uh, and Sunday night is no longer a boring night again. No, no, no. Tough tough luck families, tough luck wife, tough luck children. Daddy's getting the TV. Yeah. Right. Radio. (laughs) See you all next time. Gordo, thanks very much. Thank you very much. Brian, thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. And for me, it's goodbye. Thanks all.